Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. I'm standing in an alleyway behind the Commodore Ballroom. I've got City Reel with me. How's it going? Not bad. How about you, Scott? I'm doing well. What's been the highlight of your day so far? Ooh, getting here and getting the day over with would have to be the highlight, I'd have to say. I've had a hectic day. So can you talk a little bit about the road to the Commodore Ballroom? Uh, well, I actually live in Vancouver, so uh, I was really fortunate to have a you know a good relationship with Live Nation, and they reached out to me, and, and thankfully I'm able to open this legendary show. Tonight, you're going to open for Method Man. The other act on the bill is Sunreel, your city reel. You guys both are Vancouver rappers. You both have real in your name. If you guys were going to do a battle, what would be your secret weapon against Sunreel? Ooh, I don't know. I'm not a big battle rapper. I guess the fact that he's... Well, it doesn't have to be rap. It could be, you know, a secret fist fighting move. Uh, I don't know. He's a really talented dude, so I have respect for that guy, and I'm not really on the battle scene. But I'd have to say if it would have to hit with a low blow, it would be the fact that he's probably a Vernon rapper and not really a Vancouver rapper. But, but I have a lot of respect for this music, and he's been around here for a long time, so I'm just joking around. Nothing, No hard feelings or anything like that. Oh, gosh, you're so nice. I'm trying to be humble. It's uh, kind of the antithesis of what people expect from a rapper, so better to be uh, polite and, and courteous than the cocky asshole excuse my language the uh, you know the unamicable artist hey this is city real we're standing in a back alley behind the commodore with sexy scott wood and you're listening to the interview show and i appreciate being called sexy thank you uh, thank you man i appreciate being interviewed by such a sexy motherfucker no i'm sorry by such a sexy guy like you i'm sorry this is college radio we got to keep it clean here sometimes i feel like time just keep passing me by Time waits for no one, I know, but that's life. I swear it was just a week ago, shit was all good, reminiscing at the staircase where we all stood then, it was all good, looking at the replacement, I could still feel the ghost creeping through the cracks of the pavement, amazement, could have been the weed I was puffing, thinking how we came so far from nothing, and I knew I wasn't bluffing, man, look at me now, got people from the past still asking me how, I see them clapping the crowd, loud I vowed to make them proud, pray the sunlight fight through the clouds, still all I ever got was some tears from heaven, for the ways I was living still Pray I'm forgiven, thank God that I'm driven Hope you watch my health I don't trust my girl, shit, I don't trust myself Tell her don't be bad, cause she a product of this poison I'm giving noises, asking who the other voice is Killing me with choices Should I go or straight quit, getting pissed off Cause we on some of the oh, same no, shit no. And I met a cute girl I could hit up Fed into a good, felt her whole body lit up Thinking then we were split up But some keep pulling me back And maybe something that we got, maybe something we lack Past the weed and my best friend asking why I said Sit back and watch life pass me by I'm Fresh 
sweat kicks on me And I don't wanna go But the clock ticks on And we all get older We don't all get grown And it was shown that to live One has to die So I sit back and watch life pass me by Time pass Keeps on passing me City Real, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. Welcome to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Passing Me By. That's off Good Morning Blues by City Real. I've got City Real here with me. I'd love it if you could talk a bit about this track. Uh, Passing Me By was actually done for the first album. It was one of the first tracks I brought to Wes to convince him to work with me. So it was on my first album called The Beginning. Um, uh, It was honestly just a beat I had made that I thought would sound good with a blues player and was really kind of the seed that spawn this entire collaboration and, and, and album and EP and everything that's come from me and West so far. So it's that that's the original song that, that we did, basically. Great. So you've just put out a record, Good Morning Blues. It's a sort of a collaboration album where you team up with legendary blues singer-guitarist Wes Mackey. Can you tell the story of how you found this guy? Uh, I found him when I was having dinner with my ex-girlfriend on New Year's Eve at Gotham's. No, wait a second. It was not Gotham's. It was the Shore Club, which is another Eisenstadt place. Um, uh, and... I mean, it was like uh, kind of a no-brainer as soon as I saw him. I first heard him, and it sounded amazing. I went down there, got his contact info. It took a bit of convincing, but uh, we just kind of formed a relationship and started making music from there. So I heard that you had to have coffee with him and try to convince him to do this project. First of all, I want to know what type of guy this is, and second of all, I want to get a little bit of that conversation where you're sort of sweet-talking him. He is an extremely nice, humble, 70-year-old blues player. I mean, uh, as far as, you know, guys that have paid their dues that much, you kind of have to have a bit of something going for you or some kind of convincing um uh it was just basically giving him my entire resume and still having him be straight faced and not crazy about it then playing him the song and then finally when he heard the music it was kind of a bit of a warmer reception and we kind of built from there what's it like working with somebody who sort of comes from a different generation a different way of doing things it's a great learning experience honestly um uh, and it, it really humbles you to the whole like music making process because we come from the computer generation where anyone with a laptop and a pro tools can can make music but i mean the amount of the amount of talent that comes from that generation of instrumentalists where you really couldn't be just anyone you had to be uh, the most talented singer or the most talented player of some sort to even get into this world it was really like an eye-opener kind of thing good morning blues it's your second record and your second record you decide to make a hybrid record that's you know kind of ballsy kind of gutsy what made you decide to be so ambitious 
Uh, well, to be completely honest, I kind of look at this as my side record, and like I'm working on my second solo record now with Todor Kobukov, um, uh, which is another story. But I just honestly got inspired by the sound of the blues and was just looking for something out of the norm that wasn't just, you know, making the same old hip hop beats and the same old hip hop songs. And I wanted to find a real source of inspiration, and it was just a perfect combination when I saw Wes and, and, and kind of dove into, you know, the roots of the blues kind of thing. City Real, at first I thought you were an indie band, but not. You're a rapper. So I was hoping you'd tell me the origin story of the name. Uh, City Real comes from a point when I was making documentary films with my buddy when I was in uh, poli-sci, and we were looking at a reel of footage that was of city footage, and he said, pass me the City Real. And we started making jokes about having a rap name called City Real, and I ended up being the joke, uh, which is the rapper called City Real. (laughs) It, uh, it worked out in the end. It's been good. You produce your own beats and music, and you also write your own rhymes. That's pretty rare, or it makes you unique in the hip-hop world. So I was hoping you could talk about how your brain works developing both skill sets. Uh, I've had a background in music forever. I was like a high school band dork to a certain degree, so it kind of translated into making beats when I picked up the computer and tried having a go at it. And then I just kind of from seeing rappers do that and basically having that I can do that too syndrome of an only child. I went and gave it a shot and I've had uh, success ever since. You also produce for other rappers. So I was hoping you could talk about some of your production experience. Uh, well, I guess my best memory of producing for other rappers would be producing for Mad Child. I did honestly like a handful of songs for him for like the like plethora of projects he's been putting out lately and the amount of drive that that guy has is outrageous and it really is the insight into what it takes to make it into the music industry i mean it was ridiculous being into that studio and he just goes through song after song after song and never stops kind of thing so kind of was a wake-up call that i have to put some some pedal to the metal kind of put the gas down a bit too (laughs) what's the difference in making the beats for a city real track compared to a mad child track Ooh, one is a super beast little monster super angry track and the other one is a soulful maybe reflective kind of introspective track you know um, uh, just different styles hey this is city real and you're listening to the interview show with scott wood Like 
Sprite Cola, I drink moonshine and pop off, son. Swamp rat on the porch with a shotgun. I'm a featherweight, he's a heavyweight. I'll be running from the devil till I levitate. I ain't stopping, he'll be chasing me to heaven's gate. Knocking loud, yelling, let me in, please, for heaven's sake. City Real, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. Welcome back to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Hellhound by City Real. That's featuring Madchild from Swollen Members. I've got City Real here with me in an alley behind the Commodore Ballroom. I would love it if you could talk a bit about this track. Hellhound is a classic Robert Johnson. For anyone that doesn't know this, they should Google this and do their research. Robert Johnson is one of the originators of blues music as we know it. Hellhound on My Trail is one of the most classic Robert Johnson songs, and I was able to kind of sample the original Robert Johnson Hellhound on My Trail recording and make kind of a hip-hop beat out of it. And then when I told Mad Child the story of Robert Johnson, and uh, really in a nutshell, his whole family passed away, and then he went into the bayous of uh, you know near New Orleans and whatnot. And he was an average blues player at the time, but when he came out, he was playing chords and stuff that no one had ever seen and no one had ever heard. And, and I mean... Correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm getting paraphrasing the story slightly wrong, but uh, after that, he was kind of just at the forefront of the scene. But the big thing he was saying to everyone is he had, you know, met the crossroads and been possessed by the devil in the in the in the bayous. And and uh, I don't know if anyone knows Matt Shaw from Soul Members, but that kind of struck a chord with him a little bit. He 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 liked the vibe of that story and he got on that beat right away. So why do you think the vibe of that story caught Matt Shaw's attention? Why do I think the misguided angel liked? the blues legend possessed by the devil in the bayous i think it has that black magic element to the nth degree that very little music captures but obviously soul members tends to draw on this is the busiest alley i've been in in a long time that's the band wu-tang <laughs> so soul members mad child i read that you are a battle axe warrior is this true i am a part of the battle axe warriors movement yes and uh, what does that mean for people who don't know? Uh, Battle Axe Warriors is just like a family. It's a crew. It's basically modeled off the old like rock steady crews and the old hip hop movements that really embodied a lot of the culture, not just music from you know uh, the b boy, the graffiti, everything really. And it, it, it's kind of like trying to you know uh, bring that back into hip hop, and that's what Mad Child's done with the Battle Axe Warriors crew. The way it's always said is that you're an inductee, which implies some sort of ceremony, an oath, maybe. Uh, well, personally, I, I mean, I was inducted when I was on tour with them, so it was uh, maybe a bit more informal than the usual thing. But uh, it was definitely uh, uh, it was a, it was a momentous occasion for me. I was I grew up listening to Soul Never, so I was definitely uh, honored to be asked to be a part of the the whole family. As we've been talking, you produce your beats as well as making the rhymes. In many interviews that I've read, you talk about your sounds and how you make them as a reaction to what's popular in mainstream hip hop. So I was hoping you could talk a bit about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm. Tr- somewhat consciously try and do the opposite of what's 
you know, popping to a certain degree these days. Not on purpose to where I'm like trying to come out of left field all the time, but I just really am not a dance music club rap type of dude. So, I mean, I just wanted to come with a lot more of an organic, natural sound with real instruments and real instrumentalists and, and, and kind of, I really didn't see many people coming from that angle these days. So I guess it was kind of meant in that sense. Hey, this is City Real, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. I heard a wise man say dreams come true, but they never as good as what you once knew. So hang on to the past, you could live faster, some do, but slip, crash like flash and run through. But all the things I was told, the wish, peace, and knowledge I must hold. To the day I die, this for wings, never get lost in material things. Cause kids starve to death in these schools are hungry. So I donate my jewelry, money, but yo, life moving too fast sometimes. I gotta catch you to slow down So girl, one more glass of wine Before we all in the cold brand uh, So live life till the nights are done Getting lit by the stars in the midnight sun City Real, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. Welcome to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Nightlife by City Real. I've got City Real here with me. I would love it if you could talk a bit about this track. Uh, Nightlife, I mean, that's just a track that came together pretty organically uh, based on me and Wes sitting and jamming and coming up with a little chorus and then building on a beat, and then I wrote a verse to it that I liked. And I mean, that's just organically as it comes together for a song, no real... The hooker story behind that <laughs> well the hooker story to this one is the story of the video and what one of the interesting things about city real and this record is that you try to mix political consciousness in with what you do so i hope you, i'm hoping that you can talk a little bit about that story uh well yeah i mean what brought that issue to the forefront for me was obviously the pipeline coming through bc and i couldn't really you know go anywhere without hitting hearing about kitimat and and, and, and the northern gateway um, uh, so with the grant money I was given, I was able to kind of shed light on the topic to an audience that isn't usually, you know, exposed to that on a normal basis, on a regular basis. I mean, obviously everyone kind of briefly brushes over it and hears it once in a while, but it's good to actually get people thinking about the issue and maybe hopefully actively participating in some kind of debate later on and actively, you know, swaying the topic towards one way or the other. And obviously I'm not for you know, oil tankers going up and down our coast and, and, and pipelines going through our rainforest. And on top of that, I was up in Fort McMurray and it looks like 
I mean, the worst natural ravage I've ever seen in my life by far. I mean, it was just lakes of sludge and nonstop, I mean, tearing up hundreds of kilometers of forest. So it was, it was really like a nightmare up there. It's it pretty crazy. So what's the issue that the video deals with? Well, the video basically tries to expose as much of the um, negative effects of the tar sands and the proposed uh, pipeline in hopes of stopping or curtailing development in the tar sands, which would obviously include the next proposed project, which is this massive pipeline going through our province. I mean, ideally, I would love to stop that pipeline. I don't know how realistic that is in the same sense today, but the rate of growth of, of what's going on up there is atrocious. And the fact that we're promoting and encouraging rapid development there, as opposed to trying to slow it down when everyone can clearly see it's completely destructive in no way sense sustainable so i mean i don't want to get started too much on a big tangent but uh, you know it was just an effort to try and really bring the issue to the forefront and stop development of the tar sands cool okay so for your first record all your press photos was you in a hoodie and you with a backwards baseball cap and your press photos for this record it's you and sort of like clean cut nice guy with a hipster bow tie so i was hoping that you could talk about the evolution of style in hip-hop for you you. For sure, yeah. No, uh, I guess I could have to say that in the first record, I was trying to fit in a lot more with the scene and with the norm, and I was not as uh, courageous or confident in my ability to stand out as like a you know a talent in the scene kind of thing. So I, it was just a mechanism to kind of fit in and and you know do the norm, the Van City hat and the Van City hoodie and whatnot. I guess in this sense, I can I can kind of be a lot more myself now that I've kind of found myself more in the music industry and and just found myself as an artist more. And I just kind of, you know, uh, was able to be a bit more adventurous and, and, like I said, bring more an element of me within the, the marketing and stuff like that. So when I've interviewed past groups, like, uh, I'm going to let that car zoom past us. I interviewed Boombox Saints. They are sneaker fiends. They love sneakers. So I was hoping if you had unlimited dollars, you could describe your dream stage outfit. My dream stage outfit? Man. I guess I'm not really like a crazy fashionista or sneaker fiend or anything like that. Um, uh, I mean, I guess it would just be a nice LRG shirt and, and maybe a button-up and jeans. I mean, I just like to be comfortable with a, a touch of myself to it. Nothing. I guess I'm boring you a little bit with this. I can see it in your face. But uh, but I, I hate to say it. I'm just kind of like uh, the next dude. You know what I mean? Same old guy. No bow tie? Well, the bow tie, I mean, the bow tie is everywhere. I bet you we could stand on the corner and find a couple of bow ties these days. But, no, I mean, that's just, uh, you know, just a little flair. A little, I, I like bow ties these days. They're coming back. You don't like the bow tie? I'm not just in the bow tie at all, but you know what? There's not a lot of hip-hop guys that wear bow ties. Uh, well, I humbly disagree to a certain degree. Uh, there's not a lot of hip-hop guys coming from this scene and the whole right. Vancouver movement and stuff like that. But, I mean, when you get to the whole forefront of, of what's really popping off in hip-hop, I think it's growing up, so... I do think it is making an insurgence into, you know, people growing up a little bit, like I was saying. <laughs> you, can't, you can't wear snapbacks and, and baggy jeans or whatever, you know what I mean? Sneak, be sneakerheads till you're 40. I mean, you can, but, it, you, you know, it might not be the best route. Yes. Uh, growing up, that's another theme I noticed in a lot of the interviews I've read that you've done. I've got a quote for you of yours where you're talking about hip-hop and how it's really grow. I'm going to say the quote again. I love the research, so I really love the interview. It's it's the best interview I've had in a long time. I really appreciate it. Oh, thanks. You're so nice. All right, I'm going to try to get the quote out. Here we go. Hip-hop's not really growing up with his audience. It's still directed at 14-year-old girls, so I'd love you to talk a bit about that. Yeah, uh, Francois from uh, Vancouver Sun picked that one out. I mean, 
I said, and, and to be specific about the quote, a segment of it, a large segment of it is, is directed towards 14-year-old girls. And I definitely think that the segment that is prevalent in the mainstream and is really just broadcast to the world as what hip-hop is, is just, you know, is, is the pop standard these days and anytime a, a genre of music hits being the pop standard it just gets you know dumbed down and diluted and, and, and it is really like a teeny bop version of hip-hop that you're seeing in the mainstream so that's really all i meant by that you know i mean it is like it, the whole uh, concept of that was just the hip-hop being at a fork in the road and and actually you know being at the point where rock was like 40 years ago where you know everyone was either a teeny bopper and you're up to no good listening to those rockers and now there's just a million different types of rock and it's evolved and developed and grown with its audience kind of thing so what is City Real and Good Morning Blues contributing to hip-hop? Uh, well, it's contributing an amazing blues hip-hop fusion album, and I haven't really seen an amazing blues hip-hop fusion album around for a while, so I uh, just try to bring something new and fresh to the table in that sense kind of thing, using old classic elements of music that are kind of respected and, and, and you know, just classic stuff kind of thing. What can I say, yeah. All right, City Real, thank you for coming on my show. I appreciate that. At the end of the show, I love it when the guest picks one of their tracks, talks a bit about it as I bring it up. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. I'm a fan. Um, uh, well, the track I'll have to pick will be a track called Angel with uh, my friend named Decisive, who uh, is a longtime Juno nominee many times. I don't know how many times he's been nominated. Uh, and that, what we did when I was in Toronto on tour with him, I mean, it's just kind of a song that captured the moment. I don't know how else to explain it, but it's one of my favorites off the record, so I hope you guys enjoy it. Awesome. So we're going to listen to Angel by City Real featuring Decisive. Exactly. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you, man. Hey, this is City Real. We're standing in the back alley behind the Commodore with Sexy Scott Wood, and you're listening to the interview show. And I appreciate being called sexy. Thank you. Uh, thank you, man. I appreciate being interviewed by such a sexy motherfucker. No, I'm sorry. By such a sexy guy like you. I'm sorry. This is college radio. we got to keep it clean here. Keep it clean. But you were trying to spice me up later, so I'm just trying to spice up the end of it. Lord, I've been down. Need to get back off the ground. Gotta find me an angel. Oh, Lord, I've been down. Need to get back off the ground. I need an I need an angel in my life that can save me from the sadness I smother a smoke Away from all the madness that others provoke And I'm the one struggling to get by So I never stay home and every day I get And every night's a bad dream cause I really can't sleep Counting cars riding by like a damn sheep And still trying to hold on to what I can't keep But I guess comfort kills And still trying to stop the pain but I ain't one for pills Blaming on the drugs and saying come from skills Comfortably numb, I barely see my own bed since the summer Life ain't the mercy of a drummer heard He's an uppercomer that the crew brought And he going street curve to the rooftop Hope I get to see her Still looking for my wife And the way to be content while I'm waiting on my life So Lord, I said Lord, I've been down Need to get back off the ground I need an
every phone ring, deleted every email I'd rather be alone with my shadow and my fears A candle in my tears, the demons in my head And I ain't battled them in years So I let them live rent free, carelessly greeting Mogwai while I'm staring at the ceiling Fan blades spin in a man-made prison Eating tablets, hoping that this band-aid sticks I fall asleep on the wrong side and wake up yawning on the wrong side Prince Charming, never If a tree falls in the forest Do you ever hear the bark cry? A shattered light bulb under dark skies I try to sleep and I only want to see dark But there's always a leak in the eaves trough And nightmares are the only thing I dream Whoa, of I've been down Need to get back off the ground I need an Gotta find me an angel.